Hi everyone, this is Renee. Thanks for listening. This is Embodied Astrology, part two of the uh, July 27th full moon and lunar eclipse edition. Um, part two is for Mercury retrograde in classic Mercury retrograde style. I completely forgot to talk about it in part one and uh, spent most of the time talking about other things. And so we've got a, a special part two just focusing on Mercury retrograde, and that's kind of great if you're thinking about it. Um, so Mercury retrograde is a three-week cycle in general. Um, Mercury turns uh, retrograde. Um, that means that from our point of view here on Earth, it looks like the planet slows up and starts moving backwards in the sky. This isn't actually what's happening in Mercury's orbit. It's um, similar to the effect of if you've ever been in a car driving along a railroad track and a train is going by you and the train is moving faster, um, there can be this kind of uh, weird thing that happens in terms of your proprioception and vision where it seems like um, you start moving backwards or the train starts moving backwards and that's basically what happens um, since Mercury's orbit is faster uh, moving around the sun than our uh, speed on the planet Earth moving around the sun. Um, however, because um, of this apparent uh, view that we have with Mercury, it, and it, it looks like it appears to go backwards, um, it returns to a certain place in, in the sky from our point of view here, um, where it has been before. And then when it turns direct, it has to go all the way back to the place it was at the point when it turned retrograde. And what this is called is the shadow. Um, so Mercury's shadow actually extends further than the three weeks, and it began on July 7th, and it'll finish up on September 1st. So this entire period of time is a time when all the RE words are in effect. Remain, revise, reconsider, redecide, renegotiate, um, the reflect. That was the other one. Um, so the the retrograde turns us inwards and it is a reflection time. And this is an important thing to understand with Mercury retrograde. It's not a huge catastrophic like, oh my God, I can't leave the house because Mercury is retrograde. It is a time when the forward moving um, inclination gets a little loopy and needs to turn around and return to something that needs to get picked up. And so what happens with Mercury retrograde is a process where we remember. And Mercury in the astrological language rules the mental body, the thoughts, and the cognitive process, as well as hands, gestures, and deals that are made, contracts, sales, this kind of thing. So um, these are the things to be mindful of during Mercury retrograde. If you have important conversations or communications to send, consider waiting a couple of weeks and thinking about them before you send them out. If you are trying to sign uh, a deal on, an, on a new house or like make some kind of other exchange, not to say that you, you can't do it, but Definitely make sure that you have a, at least a couple of people look over the contract with you, that you get a second, third, maybe fourth opinion on things, and that you really give something some thought and try and be as aware as possible of all the factors that are contributing. Because when Mercury is retrograde, we're not necessarily thinking forward and we're not necessarily thinking clearly. Our cognitive process turns within. 
So during Mercury retrograde, Mercury is uh, spending the entire time in the sign of Leo. And Leo is an important sign right now because we're in the season of Leo. The sun is there. And the sun, of course, is part of the full moon. And the thing that is giving us light and heat here on Earth is a pretty important um, figure for us. And the north node is conjunct the sun, um, at least right now during the full moon and the eclipse. And the north node is part of the nodal axis. Um, and the axis is where um, basically eclipses happen. And so this is, again, it has to do with our point of view here on Earth and the relationship between the satellite of the moon the moon is orbiting around Earth, and the Earth's orbit around the sun. And when those orbits meet up in certain configurations, and what we get is um, basically like the direct passing of one body between two of the others. And so at a lunar eclipse, we have the... um, the the sun basically illuminating the moon which is on the far side of the earth and we look out at the moon and we see one side of the moon just fully illuminated with the sun but at a lunar eclipse the shadow of the earth passes between the sun and the moon and then we see the earth's shadow cast upon the sun and so that's a lunar eclipse and when we have a solar eclipse, and we'll have a partial solar eclipse next month, um, the moon is on, um, it, it's closer to the sun. So it's on the, cl- the close side of the earth to the sun. And uh, what happens then is that from the earth's point of view, the moon passes in front of our view of the sun and obscures that light. And when we have an eclipse, as I talk about in part one, um, we basically have a chance to reflect on our nervous system patterns and uh, recognize ways of being that we want change from. And oftentimes those uh, knowings in ourselves, the, the need to change is something that we keep a little bit in the shadow. And here is the symbolism of a shadow crossing Uh, one of the lights, and we become aware of what's been in the shadow. And then we go, oh my God, I have to change. Or a shadow presents itself and we get thrown into some kind of situation where we have to change. And eclipses are evolutionary in their nature. They um, move us both back into the past and forward into the future. And uh, to learn more about the eclipse, make sure that you listen to part one. But why Mercury is important here is that um, because the Sun is in Leo and the North Node is in Leo, Mercury's retrograde is giving us another kind of influence to um, evolve. And you want to think about the retrograde cycles with planets as an evolutionary necessity. We can't move forwards all of the time. We have to reflect. We have to look back. We have to look within. And so this is a really necessary um, experience. And Leo, uh, everybody has Leo in their chart. This is not just Leo sun people. So Leo is the essence of our nature, our essential nature and how we express it and the courage that we have to be ourselves or not, as well as the ways that we take up space and um, provide opportunities for expression to others. And this is the balance between Leo and Aquarius, and they depend upon one another. The artist needs the audience. (laughs) The the self is uh, only the self when in context of the community. And this is um, the place where we want to spend the next couple of weeks reflecting 
Now, wherever Leo is in your chart is going to give you a little bit more information about what you are reflecting on. So make sure that you listen to the audio horoscope for your rising sign to understand more about this part of your life and where you're being called to spend a couple of weeks and some significant time um, moving inwards and renegotiating and revising and doing some research um, about what you want to convey and express and how you want to be in yourself. Um, Leo rules the heart and the spine, and so there's some suggestion here that uh, we're getting in touch with how we feel, and there's recognition of the actual feeling and the sentiment and personal truth. Um, another one of uh, Leo's domains is, is you know, this is my center. This is me expressing myself in the utmost truth of who I am. And the way that you have impact or um, that you are impacted by the social environment uh, that you exist in, this is a place for reflection as well. So how do you want to contribute to your community and how are your current communities um, contributing to your development, either supporting it or, or challenging it? Um, these are places to reflect on. Um, with Leo and Aquarius were dealing with the heart and the nervous system, and there might uh, need to be some reflection on those actual um, systems in your in your body. So the circulatory and the nervous system, um, they're both systems that move from center to periphery. The heart is continuous with the veins and the arteries, and of course, blood goes all over your body, and blood carries uh, oxygen, and you need oxygen in all of your cells. So the circulatory system is uh, essential, and this is Leo, right? The sign that's ruled by the sun right at the center of our solar system, radiating out into all of the body. This is life force and chi. And reflect on the ways that you're using your energy and you're using your chi and pay attention to your heart. Um, Aquarius rules the nervous system. And once again, we have the um, kind of central organization, uh, the central nervous system um, contained within the spine, also ruled by Leo, and then the nervous system branches out um, and enervates the entire body and moves into the skin and even beyond the skin in its ability to sense your environment and relationships. And you need sensory pathways, information has to come in. You also need motor pathways, expression and activity need to come out. So these are places to notice how you're feeling and what kind of balance is there and attend to these places, to your kind of basic circulation and um, absorption of the world coming into you and you expressing yourself out into the world. All right, for more information on Mercury Retrograde, uh, stay up to date with me on Instagram. Um, I'm starting to post a little bit more these days, and I'll be um, putting out posts fairly regularly for the next couple of weeks talking about aspects. Mercury will be involved in some of them, as well as the lunar cycles. And um, you can check me out there, as well as on Facebook, Embodied Astrology. And yeah, if you want to know more about what Mercury retrograde means specifically for you, um, consider getting an Embodied Astrology uh, chart interpretation. You can find out more on my website, embodiedastrology.com, um, under the, uh, the headline services. <laughs> Look there, um, and you'll find what I offer for individuals and couples. 
Okay, thanks for listening to part two. Um, listen to your audio horoscopes and the guided meditation for more support um, individually and part one for more information on the full moon and eclipse and other aspects in general. Bye for now.